So what could Martin Luther, and if you don't know who Martin Luther is, I'll tell you about him in just a second, but what could Martin Luther have to do with the COVID-19 virus? Well, let's just start out by letting you know who Martin Luther is, for those of you that don't know. Uh, he was a German professor of theology. He was a composer. He was a priest. He was a monk. And uh, basically, he was a mainstay figure in the Protestant Reformation. He was ordained to the priesthood in the year 1507. Okay, And uh, he had problems, or he had issues, should we say, with the Roman Catholic Church. In particular, uh, he disputed the view on what's called indulgences. And uh, he posted his writings. Uh, they were called the um, 95 Thesis. Uh, in the year 1517, he posted it on the door of the church, they say. I've heard rumors that he—there's rumors to the effect, but basically the story goes that in uh, the year 1517, Martin Luther posted these 95 Theses uh, on the door of the church. He refused to, uh, to back away to renounce his writings at the demand of Pope Leo, and that was in 1520, and also the Holy Roman Emperor Charles uh, the Tenth in the year 1521, and that resulted in his excommunication by the Pope and his uh, condemnation, or his them calling him an outlaw by the Holy Roman Emperor. So this is who Martin Luther was, a mainstay figure in the Protestant Reformation. Okay, so what does Martin Luther have to do with my daily blog today with regards to uh, the COVID-19 virus? Hmm, I've got to tell you all about it. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> all right, welcome to the uh, daily audio blog here for Faith Journey. And uh, I'll be right back right after this. All right, I have a question for all of the married couples out there. Are you living with your roommate or are you living with your soulmate? You know, there are so many challenges for married couples today. Cell phones, social media, conversation problems, intimacy killers, praise, friendships with the opposite sex. What is a married couple to do? How do we get stronger? How do we build a stronger relationship? Well, Trey and Lee Morgan, they speak to thousands of couples every year on how to strengthen marriages, and their book, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, is available to you now. That's right, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage. You hear what I'm saying? 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. This book was created to give you simple tools to show you how to improve conversation, to build a better friendship, and how to reconnect and take your marriage from being roommates to soulmates. It's called 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage, 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan. Click on the Amazon link and pick up a copy of 10 Ways to a Stronger Marriage by Trey and Lee Morgan today. Okay, welcome back. We're talking this morning about Martin Luther from way back in the 1500s and how, what does he have, what could he possibly, how could he, how could what Martin Luther said or did possibly relate to what's going on in the year 2020 here with regards to uh, the COVID-19 virus? And uh, that's what I'm going to talk to you about this morning. All right, so let's get into it. Ten years after Martin Luther nailed his 95 thesis to the Wittenberg door, um, a plague ravaged Germany, all right? And there was a pastor by the name of Johann Hess, and he asked Martin Luther for advice. And Luther responded 
with a track titled Whether One May Flee from a Deadly Plague. Now, Luther's step was to follow Jesus Christ's statement, as much as you did one of the least you did to me. Of course, Matthew 25, verse 40. Luther continued, he said, if you wish to serve Christ and to wait on him very well, you have your sick neighbor well at hand. Martin Luther knew that the devil, Satan, would tempt people to flee. He said, the devil wants us to disregard God's command in our dealings with our neighbor. He called that the sin of the left hand. He then said that others sin on the right hand. He said they are much too rash and reckless. Listen to this. They are. This is Martin Luther back in the 1500s. He said they, people, us, them, whoever, are much too rash and reckless, tempting God and disregarding everything which might counteract death and the plague. They do not avoid persons and places infected by the plague, but lightheartedly make a sport of it and wish to prove how independent they are. Martin Luther said, when people fail to protect themselves from the plague, they risk infecting and poisoning others who might have remained alive. Luther was blunt. He is thus responsible before God for his neighbor's death and is a murderer many times over. My dear friends, that is no good, he said. Shun persons and places wherever your neighbor does not need your presence. We don't know at this point how far, how fast, or really true information this COVID-19 virus will spread. We know what it's doing now, but we don't know, you know, after these people, we're hearing now that there are people that were infected that were, that are over it, but now are being sick again. I had an appointment this morning at a telephone appointment with my doctor and uh, she's scheduling me for September, August for blood work. And part of that is going to be testing for the COVID-19 antibody. All right, we're prepping ahead because we don't know. I mean, the flu comes back every year. Is the COVID-19 virus going to come back every year? Are we going to be dealing with this type of situation now where we have to shut down businesses, shut down schools, people dying? We really, you know, you see the signs out there that say, stay home, postpone your trips, cancel big public gatherings. Luther said that pastors must admonish people to attend church and listen to the sermon so they can learn through God's word how to live and how to die. But I'm going to say it. He said, he said, pastors must admonish people to attend church. Whoop, stop. Back in those days, okay, they didn't have social distancing necessarily. They didn't have Skype or Zoom or podcasting. So basically, you have an obligation to your neighbor. Okay? We do. If someone needs help, help them. But don't be stupid. Okay? I'm probably one of the most forward going to be known as one of the most forward outspoken rock and roll preachers that you got out there. But the bottom line is folks, yeah, there's, you know, if Mrs. Jones, the elderly woman next door can't get out of her house and she needs something at the grocery store, ask her what she needs and pick, if you're going, pick it up. 
If you, if you can help somebody, help somebody, but don't be stupid. And when I say don't be stupid, now I'm going to bring you into the year. Let's bring, let me bring you into the year of 2020. Okay. So here's the deal. All right. You know, the thing about it is, is how does what Martin Luther had to say relate to today, 2020? How does it relate to April 14th, 2020? Okay. There are pastors out there of their churches that are dying of the COVID-19 virus. Okay. There are pastors of their churches who are infecting their families, their wives, their mothers, their children with the COVID-19 virus. Okay. There are pastors out there that are telling their congregations, their, the members of their congregation, all right, that God is stronger than the virus. I am not here to argue the strength or the fact that God, that there is nothing that is impossible when it comes to dealing with God. We understand that. We get that. I understand that. I'm the first, believe me, I understand that. Okay. But when you, as a prominent figure, and I'm sorry that, I'm sorry for the death. I'm sorry, you know, my sympathies go out to the families and such like that. And all the people that are affected by this. But the bottom line is when you ever, excuse me, when you have a responsibility, all right, when you have a responsibility to your congregation, I need it water, by the way. So sorry about that. It's early. All right, it's not really early, but it's early. All right, the bottom line. So when you have a responsibility to your congregation and you ignore that responsibility, okay, you're not thinking straight, okay? You have to stop and see everything from every angle, okay? Is it possible that, you know... There's the joke, and it's not even, a, it's, it's the thing I've said before, I've told the joke, where the man who is dying, or excuse me, the man who is in the flood, excuse me, <laughs> boy, I'm waffled over today, sorry, the man is in the flood, and he's in his house, and the water starts rising, boat comes along, says, come on, we'll take you to safety, he goes, no, God's going to save me, gets up on the second floor, the water's rising, another boat comes along, he says, come on, we're going to save you, he goes, no, God's going to save me, gets up on his roof, water's over the top of the house, helicopter comes along, says, come on, we're going to take you to safety. He goes, no, God's going to save me. He dies and goes to heaven. He goes, Lord, I've been a Christian all my life. I've always done the right thing. Why didn't you save me? He goes, I sent you two boats and a helicopter. What do you want? Some people do not see what it is that God is sending us to try to help us, to protect us, to save us. Could it possibly be the messages that are coming from the local authorities, all right, as to how we can separate ourselves from, uh, from the virus so that we don't catch the virus? Or should we totally ignore the medical community and all of the people that are dying in the United States and all throughout the world, okay, and getting infected and getting sick and hearing all the stories that we're dealing with, with not enough ventilators and not enough hospital beds and the situations and the first responders, should we ignore all that? Do we ignore all that and say, nope, our God is stronger than that? Or do we say, you know what, God, we get it. We understand. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe and allowing us the opportunity to be able to do social distancing. You have Skype. You have Zoom. You have all this modern technology at your fingertips to be able to preach to your congregation. And yet you bring these people into a church building with the possibility of people will die. And I'm sorry, my friends, but that 
All right, as Martin Luther said, as far as I'm concerned, when you do something like that, you are just as guilty as anyone that commits murder. That's it. Okay? Help your neighbor. We have, we have the biblical verse from Jesus himself who basically stated that we need to help our neighbor. If you see a neighbor, and helping a neighbor is just like helping him. I get it. But don't be stupid. Okay? Protect yourself. Protect your family. You don't, there is no such thing as social distancing from God. Wherever you are, you have the opportunity, okay, to be able to talk to God. And you need to sit back and be quiet sometimes and wait for the response. And right now, the response is this. Okay? He didn't, God didn't send the virus. God didn't create the virus. All right? We're dealing with a situation. We're dealing with struggling right now. We're, people are struggling here on the planet financially. They're struggling with their health. All right? We're going, we're going through the fire right now, folks. Okay? And there, there are promises of God as far as keeping us within his shelter. Psalm 91, verse 1. Dwelling in the shelter of the Most High. Check it out. But don't be stupid. All right? Sometimes we look for amazing miracles. We look for flashes of light and lightning bolts and thunder and rain and all this other stuff when something so simple as somebody coming out and saying, hey, you need to keep a six-foot distance between each other. You need to maybe wear a face mask. You need to stay home. All right? Protect yourself. Protect your family. All right? That, as far, that's what, even way back to the 1500s with Martin Luther and the plague that ravaged Germany, even way back then, what he said then makes sense now. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this daily audio blog. I'll be doing this on a daily basis. And also, please you know, be sure to check it out. Check out um, the Faith Journey podcast page on Facebook, as well as the Faith Journey listener podcast group page on Facebook, as well as Faith Journey on Twitter. And be sure to listen uh, to, or you can check out the website actually at www.faithjourneypodcast.com. Okay. I offer this to you, my friends. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. God bless. I never get tired of singing this song. I want you to listen to the words of it. Let it minister to you. Let it bless you. We're going to get some victory tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. So many times I've questioned certain circumstances and things I could not understand. Many times in trials, weakness blurs my vision. That's when my frustration seems to get so loud.
Stand one test alone, no, no. That's when I. 